morning again. This is Pastor Dan with God Talk. Hope you're doing great. If this is at the beginning of your day, God bless you. If it's at the end of your day, I hope it was a blessed day. And we're talking about being transformed, how to get to the next level. I don't know if that burns within you, but it burns within me. And I'm at this end of my life, 67 years old, but I want to get better. I want to be more like Christ, more righteous, more impacting, more flourishing, just better. And how to do that. I wish I could go back and do some parts of my life over again, but you have to put that on the shelf and go on how to be transformed so we're going through a few specific things all m's that i think jesus uses sometimes mentors and models who show you what a godly and righteous life can look like mistakes learn from our mistakes and just say don't waste them other people's mistakes your mistakes it's okay learn from that let's not do that again number three mirrors when god puts people up in front of us and we see ourselves I'm a preacher if I see a preacher or a pastor working certain ways. Uh, if you see someone kind of in your area and you see them and you'll say, wow, is that how I come across? Is that how, when I have an edge in my voice, that's how it hurts people? Okay, I don't want to be that. And we all learn, learn from people uh, who are mirrors for us. I'm going to throw another one, a crazy one at you. It's just another M, but it's movies. Uh, maybe you think movies have no value, and uh, if that's how you feel, I have no problem. Uh, but Jesus told stories, and people could see themselves in the story and uh, get the point and never forget it. Good Samaritan, you know if you're the one that passes by or you're going to be the Good Samaritan. Prodigal son story. And Jesus tells a story, and all of a sudden it sneaks past your defenses, and you see yourself in the story. Now people use movies and television and books in order to, to try to make a point. The great movies are not just entertainment. Someone has an agenda. Someone has taken that philosophical set of ideas and they want to pass those on and sneak their beliefs into the story. And you're watching this story and all of a sudden this little belief explodes into your mind now or maybe later. And uh, and they're hoping they can change the world through this movie that they use. Someone told me to watch the movie Crash years ago. It was an Academy Award. It's hard to watch. All these different prejudices and you begin to look in your soul and say, uh, do I still have a little bit of that we probably do and now with all what's going on in our world today and black lives matter and all these other questions and you'll say do i have some residual prejudice on somebody some category some group that i am not aware of yet and i want jesus to to take it out a movie has that power roots anybody who watched roots how many years ago 40 50 years ago just wow yes that was slavery long ago but uh made you all think what do we all do and treating people based on their color and Slavery, terrible, terrible. Schindler's List. This man sells everything he has in order to help set people free. And I asked myself, what am I doing with my life? You know, my holding back. I made all the kids in my world religion class read the book called The Chosen. Two Jewish boys deciding whether to keep their religion or not. And I said, write me one page. That's the power of a book and a story. That you can look at that and see two pathways. As these two young men uh, in, in Hasidic Judaism trying to decide. Are they going to stay with the faith? Or are they going to stay with it but change it or get out and reject it? And uh, as I have read other Potok books, they were I was in tears because it was so close to decisions I was having to make as a young pastor to stay with the church, listen to new ideas that were coming around, stick to the church that my family's been a part of for over a hundred years. It's the power of a book. 
to make you wrestle and ask questions and wrestle with it. John Grisham is a Christian who writes all these lawyer books. He uses every one of those books to try to take on another moral issue, whether it's the gun lobby or tobacco or some issue in the legal profession. And he wants you to think. He just tells a story. Some people say he's, he gets too close to preaching. He had one, uh, the, one of the latest ones, all involved a young girl who became a Christian missionary and inherited what, $11 billion, and she's out in the middle of the mission field. And uh, there are pretty long passages dealing with Jesus and plan of salvation and moral life, and the young man in the book decides to convert over to her side. And uh, John Gresham can write any book he wants, and you have to decide, you know, how much to put in to still get your message across, or will people tune you out? But these are really genius people in the world who use their art, their paintings, their movies, their books, their novels, their magazines, uh, whatever they have, to draw people to be entertained and then sneak bits and pieces of truth. And you can you can have your moral fiber change when you see something that's just good and someone is standing like a man for all seasons or something. And you'll say, what am I standing for? Am I willing to confront regardless of what the price will be and take a take a take your life in your hands and stand for the truth? Power of movies. Uh, I'll do one more before we're done. Maxims. Uh, these are like proverbs, you know, and they call it wisdom literature. People who have who have lived well and have hammered out certain ideas, and then they can boil it down into a book or into proverbs, uh, little sayings, and you can wrap those sayings into your mind. You know, the golden rule. The golden rule was not originated with Jesus. I think it comes from God originally, but it was in all the world religions. C.S. Lewis has shown how some of these things. The, all truth is God's truth, and it has been sprinkled out through all the world religions. I think Christianity has the purest form of it, but the other religions have some residue of truth in there. And so, Confucius, I, I'm not a Confucius uh, scholar, but you hear a phrase like, the man who asks a question is a fool for a minute, and the man who doesn't ask a question is a fool for life. It's just good. It's true. We need to ask questions. And he finds a maxim, clever, clever way to say it. He says, if they spit at you from behind, at least it means you're ahead of them. <laughs> another way to look at it. Spin it. Reframe it and see it another way. Benjamin Franklin is that there. Three may keep a secret if two of them are already dead. And we learn something about how to keep a secret. Gandhi, an eye for an eye only ends up making everyone blind. And of course, Jesus is the greatest at these sayings. So I just encourage you to uh, read what is called the wisdom literature, the wise people. The Bible, of course, is the best, and Jesus, and the spirit of prophecy, and the, some of the great writers, C.S. Lewis. But to get out there outside of, to the people who have been known to have thought through life well, and they boil it down, and they put it down, and they give you it's all in truth, whether you read audio, audible books, or by uh, listening to them that way, or reading them, and let that truth come in and nail it down and say, okay, that's a value I want to live by part of transforming us. Anyway, we'll wrap it up tomorrow with a series on transformation and going to the next level, trying to keep getting better. Have a great day with God. May God transform you and uh, give you some truth today, some maxims that'll help you live a life more like Him, more righteous, more in the center of God's will. God bless you.